So today we learn Daf Lamed of Ter'er, and we're going to start actually the last paragraph on Chavtes, the uh, second side, in other words, fourth column. So now, now that we've explained the spiritual significance of the different parts of the Aved and the base of Migdash, so now we can also ex- explain uh, our, and answer our questions about Hanukkah. So it, the, we know that the word Hanukkah also means dedication, and it's also related to the word Chinuch, education. The reason is because when you want to embark on educating a child, you have to first bring them on side, and that's through this uh, dedication ceremony, uh, which the idea of, in terms of education is to give them a really happy experience where you're giving them a lot of gifts and, and therefore connecting with them. Now, the, uh, the, there's a pasuk that uh, some say at the end of benching, that I was um, young, I was a lad, and uh, now I am old. And uh, this idea of Nara Yisi is connected uh, to the uh, energy from Hashem in this world, which is limited. It's like young because it's a small amount of energy, and we see this idea of being small is connected with this, a number of key figures that it says about Yosef, which according to Rashi means that he was uh, like having fun. He was being uh, jestful and youthful with the uh, sons of Bilhah and Zilpah, with the sons of the maidservants to, to make them feel good and to connect to them. But it also shows that Yosef is connected to the idea of Nar, of being young. And the same thing we find about both Rachel and about Yaakov, that Yaakov is uh, called Katain and Rachel is also called Haketana. So we see that they're both called small. And that's because uh, the the, uh, energy which is able to come into our world it only is able to develop via malchus. Malchus gives space for the other, and, and in order to do that, it has to limit the energy, and when it, therefore it's limited and it's small. Yaakov, in particular, the reason why he's small, like the Pasuk says, me Yaakov Yaakov kikotan, who, who can uh, get up Yaakov because he is small. The reason why Yaakov is small is because Yaakov extends is like the concept of truth that extends everywhere. So he extends from the highest levels all the way to the lowest levels. So at that lowest levels, he's uh, small. But even the whole concept of extending from here till here means that Yaakov has a limit. And in that way, he's small because he's limited and therefore small compared to unlimited, which is Hashem's natural state of unlimited energy. Now, in order to uh, bring down Hashem's uh, unlimited light through the vote of the base of Migdash. So, yes, the Mizbeach is uh, a central part of that on a day-to-day level. But when you're starting something new, you have to give more, you have to do something beyond. And that was the uh, the gifts that the Nesim gave at the Hanukkah uh, HaMishkan, that, that they gave gifts at the time of dedicating the Mishkan in order that those that they will be that sort of big start and allow the allow the uh, Aveda afterwards to be able to to bring down the uh, godly energies that it that it should.
and uh, the Nasim, the princes of the 12 tribes, were at a higher level than the masses of the Jewish people, and their gift was something more than the daily carbonus. And similarly with... Uh, and, and similarly with what, what uh, Yaakov, Rachel, and Yosef are all accomplishing is to start off something new with more power. Now, we see with uh, Hanukkah that what was the battle with the Greeks? The Greeks didn't want to kill all Jews. They just wanted the Jews to forget about the Torah and the mitzvahs. And like the Gemara, the, uh, Gemara Med- and Medrash, um, says that they that they wanted the uh, Jewish people to write on the uh, to write on the horns of their oxen that we have no portion in the God of Israel. What does this mean? What does it represent? Because we we've already explained how the animal has Im- immense power. Animals than the ox is stronger than the person, but on the other hand, the person has more intellect and is therefore able to to dominate and control the ox. So what are we meant to do? The ultimate is when we use the passion of the animal and have it directed by the intellect and the spirituality of the person. So the Greeks didn't want us to fuse the two together. They wanted us to just be full animal. And therefore they said, don't use the animal for a higher purpose. Don't. Uh, take the uh, inner part of the animal. Instead, only focus on the externals. The horn represents the externals and write on that that it's a separate thing for itself. It has nothing to do with the God of Israel. Because really, where is the source of the animal? It's in the Merkava and the Holy Chariot and there, the animal energy there is totally fused in and united with Hashem. Now the Greeks uh, wanted the Greeks wanted them specifically to have the animal as something separate, and therefore they said that right that you have no portion in the God of Israel. That this will be the animal for itself, not passion directed towards serving Hashem. The Jewish people didn't didn't accept this, and they responded with great self sacrifice, great mysterious nefesh to go against the Greeks. And through that, they brought down this great new light of Torah. And this was a gift. This was uh, in the time of Hanukkah. We we did something even beyond the the regular and and therefore uh, elicited this. uh, We sort of arose towards Hashem in an inner way, inner bonding. And Hashem responded the same way to us. And, and that's the idea we were discussing uh, yesterday about the Kova Yeshua, the, the uh, hat of salvation, uh, which also means to turn that Hashem turns to us and looks at us in an in a internal way. And similarly, the other pasuk, Seva, that we spoke about yesterday, the, um, uh, the, the crown of beauty of the... Uh, of the elderly, that, that this also is connected to the idea of Hadris Panim, to also talking about the elderly, and there it uses the word Panim that we're trying to connect to our, our inner self, to Hashem's inner self. Now, based on this, we can, uh, we've got more of an understanding of, about both the Chanukah Samizbeach and Chanukah. It's about giving something more in order at the uh, start of a new process in order to allow it to, uh, to in order to allow it to take hold. So now on, we can uh, 
go on to explain why in Hanukkah we have the, this concept of Hallel and Aidah, praise and thanksgiving. And what do they mean? So Hallel simply means praise. It also can be used in a different context as a, where it, it says that the light shines. And uh, so therefore we have two meanings of Hallel, praise and shining. So the idea of shining is revelation. And actually the two translations are therefore connected to each other. How do you reveal someone's qualities through praising them? If you praise them in a particular area, that reveals their qualities in that area in that area that you mentioned. Now, the uh, the the pasuk says, and we say at the beginning of Hallel, Hallelujah, and then Hashem, Hashem, Hashem. So praise Hashem. Uh, praise are the servants of Hashem and praises the name of Hashem. So now the very first word hallelujah, it means it's first says hallelujah to praise and then yudke, which is the name of Hashem. Now, uh, hallelujah, as we said before, means also means to reveal. So to reveal yudke, reveal Hashem. Yud refers to chachma. The idea of chachma as we've uh, discussed in previous days, is to allow the subconscious to uh, express itself. And uh, therefore, so the, the uh, chachma is uh, intellect, is uh, objective, unlike emotions, which are subjective. Intellect is whole, unlike emotions that can uh, forget about context and therefore are more connected to toil, whereas intellect is more connected to tikkun, to the rectified and uh, uh, organized state of uh, the of spiritual state of the world. And therefore, chachma, which is made of two words, ma, the ability, the power of ma, of what, of nothingness. So ma is the same numerical value as uh, adam. Man, which is uh, the, the advantage of man of animals in his intellect, in his mind, and in being more settled in the uh, prophecy about the Merkava, about the chariots. We've got the different animals, and then we've got the man on top of the uh, on top of the throne, meaning that the, the man is at a high level than the animal, though he should use out the passion of the animal in Aveda. So now. So we want when we say hallelujah, praise your case. So we're what we're what we're doing effectively, or what we're asking for is to reveal yud, which is chachman. Hey, the first hey is bina, and uh, yud is just pure objective intellect. Whereas bina, where it's further developed, it becomes closer to the heart, and uh, therefore the the it relate this relates to the. Uh, statement of Zar that the that Chachman Bina train rain the Lemus Parashim. They're two friends that they do not part from each other. They are always together. Now the Pasa continues, Hallo Hashem Hashem. At the end of the Pasa, it says, Praises the name of Hashem. And the idea there is that, like, like we've also said in previous days, that. Uh, Chachma guides the midas, guides the emotions that they too should only be used for, for Hashem's purposes. That what is Gedulang Vurful, the uh, love and severity, all the different midas, they're all lacha, they're all to be used in the context of serving Hashem. 
So when we praise, when we praise Hashem, and that reveals, like we said, halal means both to praise and to reveal. So it reveals uh, Hashem's light, but that's through Avde Hashem. Servant of Hashem. What's the idea of being a servant? The idea is, yes, we're just like, yes, sir. We've got that uh, self-nullification and humility, obedience to Hashem. And we bring this down. We bring this down through the Maya Brachas. There's a uh, there's a ancient minhag to say a hundred blessings each day. And the, the word bracha, which means blessing, also means to lower down. Because a bracha is about bringing down from a concealed state to make it revealed. And uh, so therefore, uh, we, when we say halalukha to reveal Hashem, we're, we're, this happens through the brachas. We say if we say a hundred brachas each day, each time we bring down godliness a little bit into the different aspects of our day. Now, the, the next pasuk in Hallel, it says, Yehi, Shem Hashem, Mevarech, Me'at Barelam, that Hashem's name should be blessed forever and ever. So it has that word, Mevarech, blessed, which is about lowering the energy down into the physical world. Now, it says this should happen, Me'at Barelam, forever. So literally, Me'at, from now, Barelam, until forever. So Me'at, now is the beginning of time. And uh, that is... Uh, the time where we, where we have uh, beginning of time that then until the end of time that there should be revelation of Hashem throughout all of uh, time throughout all of existence. That is all Hallel. Then we have the concept of Haidah, the concept of Haidah, Thanksgiving. Haidah also means to admit, and that's the idea of humility and self-nullification, where we're not feeling it necessarily inspired, uh, but we just do what we need to do. We just follow Hashem's plan. And uh, that's at a time where there's not so much revelation when Mashiach comes, and especially after Tresa Mesim, then there'll be full revelation of Hashem, and we'll see Hashem eye to eye. But in the meantime, we may hear the, uh, like the Pasuk says, we may hear we may hear the sound of our beloved uh, knocking, but we don't full, have full revelation of Hashem, or like it says, I of Libby are that I am asleep, but my heart is awake. So we don't have full revelation. There's some level of uh, clouding, and uh, Hashem is not fully revealed. We can only find Hashem within the Dalad Amashah within the four cubits, within the space of Torah. And this is where we don't have Hallel, but we do have Haidah. We might not have revelation of Hashem, but we do have that Haidah, that humility and self-nullification to be obedient. And when we do that, when we have that bittle, so then Hashem talks through us. Then we have the Mishnah, like, like it says, that I am the Mishnah that speaks through you. Or like the uh, Pasuk says, that I'll put my words in your mouth when we're totally nullified Hashem, then Hashem, Hashem's light just comes through us. This concludes the Maimer about Hanukkah.
And so now, now what, what we've what we've explained at the end of the Maimer is that the idea of Hanukkah is, is this light from beyond. Through we're giving something be, beyond the regular. And uh, in order to, because when when you start something new, you have to give more than uh, than what would normally be required on a once it's already in progress. And uh, we said that uh, Hanukkah is both Halonaidah, which is both a revelation of godliness, and we when we don't have that, at least Haidah, at least the bittel to follow instructions and to humble ourselves before Hashem. Now, new Maimur, and this Maimur is based on the uh, Haftarah for Hanukkah. So in Haftarah it says, That Hashem says, if you go in my ways, then I will uh, give you Mahalchim, those who walk, between those who stand still. Now, in Hasidus, there's a common theme about the difference between Mahalchim and Oemdim, those that stand still and those who walk. And we know that it's better to be on the move, even if you're at a lower level, but on the move, that has an advantage over Oemdim, those who stand still, even if they're standing still at a very high spiritual level. The Maimon says, let's understand what is the difference between Mahalchim, those who are moving, and Oemdim, those who are standing still. What is the Pasuk referring to here when, it's, when it talks about those moving between those who are standing still? So Malachim are called Oemdim. They stay in one place, like if the Pasuk says, Srafim Oemdim, that the Srafim, a type of angel, stand. They stay in one place. Similarly, and the neshama, the souls, before it comes into this world, it's also called Oemdim. Like the Pasuk says, we've quoted it also earlier this week, that I promised by Hashem before whom I stood. When did I stand? When did the soul stand before Hashem? It's before it came into a body, and there it's not moving. It's at a high level, but it stays at the same level. But once the neshama comes down into a body with an animal soul, so then it becomes to be a mover, a mahalach. The reason is because the angels, as well as the the uh, the uh, neshamas before it comes down into this world, they come from a, a root, a sherech of osias, of words, the every time we speak and every time we think we're using words and but the idea of words is it's not the full content it's a lower level it's more the sort of material part rather than the energy behind the concept now the the uh, malachim come from the words of hashem's speech the, the jewish people come from the words of hashem's thought but still words is the more mundane, materialistic part of an idea, like we see in Saviour Tzirim, we quoted this also uh, in the past days, that uh, that words and letters are compared to stones. Like it says that two stones uh, can uh, build uh, two homes. We gave the example, you can have either AB or BA, there's only two possibilities. Whereas with three stones, now you're going to have six possibilities. 
So either way, we see that letters are connected to stones, they're physical uh, compared to the ideas that guide them. And therefore, the malachim, and this, as well as the souls before they come into this world, which their source is in this uh, inanimate object, it's in the, these stones, in the words, rather than the ideas that power those, were, those words, then they stay in one place. Wait a sec, doesn't the Pasuk say of time Yofef that it uh, flies, that the angel flies with its uh, 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 wings? So we see that they do move. So the Maima answers, yes, they move, but it's not with their own energy. When the Yid, when the Jew says Kadosh uh, down, uh, down here, then the Malach reflects that the same Kadesh that the, that the, the uh, Jew is saying, and then he begins to fly. So in other words, it's through our effort that of, uh, of uh, reflecting about Hashem and trying to bond with Hashem, that then it has that impact on the angel as well. So now let's understand more about how our efforts what, what Hasidus calls Esrusadal Sata elicits an Esrusadal Ela from Hashem. So we know there are two primary modes with which Hashem expresses himself and uh, reveal, reveals himself within uh, to, uh, and to other creations. One is called Mimale Kalmin, which means he fills all worlds. And this represents when Hashem gets involved and gives us energy according to what we can take based on our level. So we in this physical world can take a certain amount. In a higher world, we can take more. And each world going down gets less and less energy according to what it can take. That's Mamalek. Whereas Sovev means Hashem surrounds all worlds. And, and at the state of Sovev, Hashem gives the same energy to every, all levels because it's not getting involved in the details. So either way, this is uh, the concept of Mamali and Sevev. And the, the uh, source of Mamale, the source of giving energy to each level according to the quality and the specifics of that level is Malchus. Like we've discussed that Malchus allows for the concept of an other. Like we say in Ashray, we say like, we say Hadar Malchusay. The uh, honor of the uh, of the uh, grandeur of his uh, kingship. So the beauty and and grandeur it comes from multi from many many different levels. When you have many different colors, that creates beauty. So, and malchus is what creates multiplicity, and therefore it's connected to beauty. Now. All the angels, they may uh, be so passionate and excited about Hashem, but it's all within what they're they're able to grasp. In other words, all within Mamali. And uh, about and uh, when the when we when we say Kaddish, the pasuk Kaddish, 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 and declaring Hashem's holiness. So then the word Kaddish, holy, means that we're trying to, holy means something which is beyond us, something that's separated and beyond. 
and we're trying what we're, we're saying in that pasuk is that what that godly energy that is holy that is separate and beyond us should be brought down, should come down to Malay Khalarit's Kvoda so that it fills all of the, the uh, earth. And uh, that is the idea of Sova Vitsa energy, which is beyond us, but it's coming into the world and filling the world. So it's bringing Sova into Mamali, bringing an energy that's beyond us so that we can take it in in an internal way. Now, the the pasuk says in Tehillim, and we say it in davening. It says that uh, how uh, many are your works, Hashem? They're all made with wisdom. And then we continue in davening in the first brach of Krishna, that the earth is full of your acquisitions. That and and what does this uh, mean? That we've that uh, that uh, acquisitions of Hashem are the pasuk talks about Chachman Bina's acquisitions, and therefore they represent the uh, the beyond uh, all worlds coming in to worlds. So in short. The malachim are a certain; they they reach and they connect to a certain and a certain level of godliness, and whatever they connect to, that's all they are. On the other hand, the yid is able to bring down a energy from beyond and bring it in to the containers into the regular mamali, and therefore the yid is a mahalech. Is bringing something beyond into this world, whereas the angel is the Aymed. Next paragraph in Enoda. Now, the purpose of the creation of the Neshama and coming into this world wasn't for itself, because the Neshama is already pure and holy. Rather, it is in order to elevate the Nefesh uh, Bahamis, the animal soul, to uh, bring it over to Hashem. The Nefshali Kiss, it understands that Hashem is one, that Hashem is the only real thing. Like the, the, the meaning of the, the Pasuk Shema Yisrael, that Shema means not just to hear, but to understand that Hashem is Echad. And the final word Echad means that, that Hashem is one in all eight stratas of existence, all, all the seven heavens and earth, and the Dalad is the four directions that all of them are nullified to the one, and that's why Echad is made of three letters, Aleph, one, then eight, and four, that the eight and the four are all uh, nullified towards the one. <clears throat> and then, then after we say Shema, which is talking, like we said in previous Maimarim, it's talking primarily to the soul, then we move on to Baruch Shem, which is talking to the body and the animal soul. And, and telling it that even in this world of multiplicity where there is others and where, where uh, existence appear, appears that it, it's independent somewhat, it, it, it has a separate uh, being from Hashem. So even in that place, everything is, even in that state, everything is still Hashem. 
and uh, we can come to a, a love of Hashem and excitement towards Hashem, even in this place of multiplicity, like we say that we should love Hashem with all our heart, with both our uh, Yetzirah and Yetzirah. But in order to get to this, we have to excite the Nefesh Bahamas, the animal soul. And we do that through talking about how the source of the animal soul is itself excited about Hashem. And this is, this is uh, the, uh, the uh, struggle uh, that it talks about Yaakov struggling with the angel of Esav, that throughout the, throughout the whole time of Golos, throughout the whole time of exile, until we get to the state of, of uh, Mashiach, uh, there's going to be this struggle uh, with the, uh, between, the, between the clearly godly and, and animalistic drives. And uh, we're, we've got a tail, which is also holy, but it's been misdirected and uh, has fallen down with, uh, it, it, into, uh, with all different sparks in different parts of this world, as we explained in the, in previously in the Maimah. And the purpose is that in order to, that this gives us an opportunity in order that we're able to, uh, to bring it back, return it to its source. And the way to do that is, uh, is uh, through thinking about the source of the Nefesh uh, Bahamis in the, in the uh, angels and in the Merkava, that the spiritual animals are the source of the animals' passion down here. And that's why the first Baruch of Shema talks so much about the angels. Uh, to, in order to arouse the Nefesh Bahamis over the page. And then in Shema, we bring the Nefesh Bahamis, the animal soul, to a state of real oneness. Now, it says in about the, at the time of Kriyas Yamsuf, when the, the splitting of the sea, that the, both the horse and the rider were thrown into the sea. And the uh, see the horse is only special when it has a rider on it. Otherwise, it's not helpful. But when it has a rider on it, so then it gives more power to the rider to get where it wants to go faster. Similarly, the Nefshvamist animal soul by itself, it's up to no good. But when it's guided and directed by the godly soul, then it can achieve even more. And uh, this is the concept of our arousal, our Esrosazal Asata, uh, eliciting Hashem's Esrosazal Elo and arousal from above. Now, next paragraph, that how do we, uh, how do we uh, accomplish that Hashem, Hashem should bring down His light unto us? It's through um, Torah and mitzvahs. Now, how many mitzvahs are there? There are 613 biblical mitzvahs plus seven Jerabana, seven rabbinic mitzvahs, which all together, that's the numerical value of, of uh, Keser, right? Kaf is 20 and then Taf 400 and Reish uh, 200. So we've got 620. And, uh, and the uh, idea of a, a Keser, a crown, is what surrounds uh, what is uh, beyond nature and beyond the regular energy that this world would take based on its uh, status. And uh, that's why after we talk in Shema about how we love Hashem, we said we should come to a love to Hashem, we continue, 
that uh, that these words uh, about Hashem that I, that Hashem commands us that uh, and it uses the word Anochi. I Hashem is talking in first person. I meaning Hashem's essence, and nothing should conceal. And uh, like it says that the the and, and this is something that only people can achieve. Now angels can benefit through closeness to us. It says that the angels are sitting in heaven and they're waiting to hear from the Jewish people's daven. Uh, this is based on the Pasukayashavasbaganim, the angels are sitting in heaven and they're listening to our voice. And uh, when we uh, learn in, in this world, <clears throat> that has a, a spiritual impact on the angels. The general idea is that the angels, which are normally in a state of omdim, they're static, they stay at the same level, they should gain from connection with the mahalchim, those who move, those who elevate to higher spiritual levels, which are human beings within this world. Now, uh, the ability that we have uh, to, uh, to, to have a... which angels can't do, angels stay at the same level, we can do <clears throat> more than to bring light beyond where we are, the status that we are, is because <clears throat> that we are the children of Yaakov, and like we said, that Yaakov brings from the highest level, from the Yud, all the way to the Archive. Now, this is hinted in the Haftar of Hanukkah, where the Pasuk, the same Pasuk that uh, we've quoted earlier, uh, says... The Pasuk ends off with uh, that I will give you movers between those who stand. And uh, what does the Pasuk say earlier? It says that Hashem says, if you go in my ways and keep uh, my, uh, my uh, mishmar, my uh, charge, then uh, then you too shall judge my house, and you too shall guard my courtyards. So now we've got the idea, the idea first of all, of going in Hashem's path, and uh, that is, some, that, that is uh, something that Yaakov does, that the a path is something that connects two places, and that's like Yaakov who can connect the highest level with the lowest level. And in general, Tehran Mitzvahs is all a path which connects the highest godly light with our physical world. And this is, this is uh, all, all something which uh, we're, we're, we, Yaakov, are able to accomplish. Then the Pasuk continues, like we said, that, that uh, we'll judge Hashem's house. The idea of judgment is connected to Gevura, severity, discipline. Because when we don't give in to the Nehemiah we don't give in to the animal soul, we use that, that aspect of severity, making it sweat, making the animal soul sweat, work, working hard, then, so then this leads us to be able to 
uh, move, what it, the, not just to be static like an angel, but to move, move it, to, to elevate. Now, the idea of, of sweat is when one of the times a person sweats is when he's afraid. And uh, which is this idea of fear, which is connected to Gevura. And uh, for this, this is uh, con also connected to the river uh, between the different levels of Ganeda. And there's something called Nahar Dinar, which is, it says in Kabbalah that it's, this river is made out from the uh, sweat of the angels, which in other words, uh, from the Gevura. Sweat is connected to Gevura, the severity uh, that aspect of the angels <clears throat> that we have uh, reverence and all before Hashem, and uh, this uh, this also relates to uh, the concept of uh, of being uh, uh, angry for or zealous for Hashem's sake. Now we all have a base amygdash inside ourselves. And now in Naftar, we're talk, in general talking about uh, the, uh, the, the, with the dedication of the second base amygdash and uh, talking about Yeshua, the Kohen the God at the beginning of the second base amygdash. Yeshua is the one who uh, helps light the candles, which is a bit, all about making sure that our souls and our shamas are on fire. And therefore, although the, the idea of a kayan is chesed, but we, we mentioned here specifically tadin judgment. And that will help to keep Hashem's uh, courtyard because we have two types of uh, areas, uh, guarded areas. We have either a courtyard, which is fenced in, it's guarded, or, but it doesn't have a roof. Or we have a house. A house has walls, but it also has a roof. And uh, the difference is that the uh, the courtyard, because it doesn't have a roof, so there, there's more of a escape route. So a bird, for sure, will just fly straight out and therefore needs more protection. And this, what does this uh, represent spiritually? Need for protection is connected to Gvura, and therefore, what, what we what we need in order to make the Malachim also start moving is Gvura. And uh, this 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 is uh, how it is uh, now. That uh, now nowadays, when we've got a yearning, when we've got that sense of vura, then there's movement. Whereas when we're in a state of uh, bringing Hashem's light into the world, we're not trying to run away; we're trying to bring it in. So then we don't have that same sort of sense of that something's not right. It's more calm, and therefore we don't have that same movement. Whereas what, when Mashiach comes, we'll, we'll have movement, whether we're in a way of Gvura uh, and, and escaping and yearning or in a state of chesed of putting the world right. So either way, we'll, we'll still have the sense of movement. 
But uh, in the meantime, we need a bit of gvura in, in order to sh- shake us and shock us into movement. And that's why the miracles of Hanukkah and Purim, they first had the concept of a war, and then afterwards they had a miracle. Why was the miracle only able to happen after a war? Because war is gvura, severity, strength, discipline, and only after that are we able to move on to the miracle. So in short, we want to be human. Humans, when they're in this world at least, they move. They get better. They don't stay in one place. They don't stagnate. Angels naturally do stagnate. And what, what we need to do is uh, bring angels also to this. Uh, what, we, what we need to do is not to get stuck. And, and what is the key to not getting stuck? It is Gavura. Uh, this uh, sense of uh, reverence, of, of fear, of uh, a shake-up, of sweating, and uh, and and therefore uh, this is uh, this is uh, something that the that we can give um, over angels. Whereas we specifically, because we we have an animal soul, and specifically because we are a fire, not like angels. That's why we're we have we have that kvura and we're always on the move.